Winona Forever is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For more podcasts about movies and nostalgia, head on over to cageclub.me. Hi, I'm Lindsay Gibb. And I'm Rekha Tulsaram. And this is Winona Forever. Okay, um, so yeah, today is Stranger Things Season 3, <laughs> the one I've been waiting for because I did not watch this purposefully mm-hmm. waiting until we did this episode. So Season 3, it's so hard for me to introduce Season 3 because I've watched it once and I feel like I knew more about the other seasons because I got to watch them twice. Yeah. And this is like a blur to me because I just watched it. Um, it, ha- but, it happens. A lot well, happens in a short amount of time, too. Yeah, that, too. And they're all different. They're all older. Like, yep. Mike and Eleven are making out all the time. Will is taller like than Winona. There's a lot Winona. of weird new things. Yeah. Will is taller than Winona, which is weird. They all seem to almost age throughout the season, too. Like, I felt like Will looked older at the end than he did at the beginning. Maybe it was because of his short shorts, but I don't know. Oh, man, the short shorts. Oh, the cut-off jean shorts, Will. (laughs) There's so many short shorts in this season. (laughs) There's lots of, like, ooze in this season. Oh, there's a lot of gore. Uh, Lots of gore. Lots of uh, the mall and Russians, which are big 80s themes. Uh, Yeah, even more 80s. So that's that's season three for you, (laughs) pretty much. That's an introduction to season three. And I'm on the phone today because I'm leaving for the Nicolas Cage Film Festival in Scotland tomorrow. (laughs) So uh, it's called Cagerama. Cagerama? Yeah. The Cagerama. So yeah. (laughs) So I'm going to talk about Winona just before I go away to talk about Nicolas Cage. So yes. What did you think of season three, Rekka? I liked it. it was, you liked it? I mean, it was fine. Um, yeah. It was, like, I think it was exciting. I liked the Uma's daughter. The Uma's daughter. Yeah. Uma Ethan combo. She, yeah, yeah. Halfway through the season, I found out that that's who she was. She talks like Uma and kind of looks like a melted version of both of them. Melted, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> melted together. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, once I was Matt mentioned it to me that that's who she was, and I was like, okay, I could see that. The one note I made about her right away was that she did not look eighties to me. She looked like a modern person. True, she did. She didn't look eighties at all. Uh, what What's interesting? I wonder if Winona and her talked about Ethan during like the reality bites time. Right. Yes. I very much thought about that as soon as <laughs> I found out that's who she was. It's like, is this a reunion? Uh, yeah, I liked this season, too. I feel like maybe if I got to see it twice the way I got to see the other seasons twice, I mm-hmm. might have liked it more than I did. I didn't like it as much as the other seasons. I watched it once, and then I went and watched a few other episodes, just, like, s- singled, right. like singled some out, which so I watched... Um, uh, the last two and like like one in the middle or something or the last three, um, 
but I think I've seen the first one of season three a couple times. Um, okay. I liked uh, Dustin and Erica's yes. friendship in this one. It they buddy good. up and, I don't know, break into the it Russian nice lab. To, <laughs> it was nice to have Erica back again because she was great last season, but we got, like, only small moments of her. So Yeah, and having her as a bigger role is good because she's a yes. good character. Sassy. She's amazing. Yeah. She's super sassy. And you need um, the sass because nobody else is that sassy in the show. It's true. Yeah. But she embraced her nerdiness as well by the end, so yes. that was nice. They handed over the Dungeons and Dragons to her. Yeah. She had layers. That was enjoyable. <laughs> uh, uh, what else do I have about the first episode? I felt like, I don't know, like I was maybe a little thrown off by the way all their relationships had changed, but I guess that makes sense. Cause yeah, it's gross to see teenagers kiss. Older. I'm sorry. I just, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> they're not even, are they teenagers? Well, whatever they, they are. are like, or like pre-teens, pre-teens or something. Yeah. yeah it's, like, it's, it's, uh, it's a little upsetting how much making out was happening. Yeah. I could so then I could relate to Hopper in the sense that he was just also like freaking out that they were making out all the time. Yeah, like three inches the door. Like I get it. Yeah. <laughs> right. It must be also but, hard to be a father to a daughter who can like close the door with her mind. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh God, what can I do? Yeah. Yeah. I read some of the uh, reviews that they were saying that like Hopper this season that he wasn't very nice and he was kind of a douche and using yeah. a lot of like violence and like, you know, aggression to get what he wants, which is kind of that gross. Very true. He did get douchier again. Like he's, I felt like when I rewatched season one, I remembered liking Hopper. But then when I started watching season one again, I was like, wait a second, he's a jerk. Mm-hmm. So he goes from being a jerk to being good, but then he kind of goes back to being a jerk again this season. Yeah, like you, you, he like threatens a 13-year-old boy. You want to see real crazy? You disrespect me again. Okay. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to drive you home. And I'm going to speak, and you're going to listen. And then maybe, maybe by the end of it, maybe if you're lucky, maybe I will continue to allow you to date my daughter. God, if you understand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For one, and I like, mean, you know, Mike was very disrespectful to him, but he definitely didn't deserve to be threatened yes. <laughs> violently. Yes, Mike's a little um, shit too. But yeah, Mike is a shit. Um. Yeah. Did he write the speech in the first episode? I think so. Him and Winona wrote the speech for Hopper to, or like whatever, oh, for yes, Hopper yes. to try and tell Mike and Eleven his feelings about what, what boundaries and yes, <laughs> the boundaries. Yeah. yeah. 
so I don't know. That was kind of nice. But the Winona Hopper relationship was also weird this season. Like, I get that they were kind of trying yeah. to bring them together, but they were fighting so much. And it reminded me of Destination Wedding. Like, I just felt like Winona was yes, like they not didn't... Joyce anymore. She was... Just, they were just bickering the two wedding. of them, and she was just like trying to get him to like stop being a dingbat, and like she was, but she was also kind of being a jerk. Like it was yeah, weird. They're both like, whiny I and totally weird. Totally be on her side. <laughs> <laughs> and it was yeah. They were both whiny. It was it was strange. I mean, I enjoyed uh, that Gelman Brett Gelman guy, the guy who plays the journalist yes he was kind of a nice foil to their like weird bickering Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and also just you know watching him speak russian was enjoyable yeah murray (laughs) murray yeah i had to look up whether he actually spoke russian before this and he did not he learned Mm. i like when he's wearing like he's at the carnival and he's in short shorts and a tank top like somehow (laughs) Like what? There was so much short shorts in that. <laughs> Clearly, '85 was the year of short shorts. I guess. Yeah, it must have been. <laughs> it must have been. <laughs> One thing that happened in the first episode that Matt pointed out to me was that they played the Cutting Crew song "I Just Died in Your Arms Tonight," and that song was from 1987. Oh, continuity. They screwed up. Anyways, of course, Matt knows that kind of thing off the top of his head. He's just like, that's ours from 87. (laughs) Anyway, I wouldn't have noticed. And Dustin comes Uh, back from camp saying he has a girlfriend, Susie, of course. And nobody believes him. And and they build a satellite. Yes, to communicate with her. That building of the satellite reminded me of the cloud busting music video. Do you know the Kate Bush cloud busting? No. Music video. It's it's just about like uh, a scientist who builds like a rain machine. And it's from the point of view of the sun, I think, of the. So like Kate Bush plays the sun and uh, not Kiefer Sutherland. His father, Donald Sutherland, plays the scientist. And they're up on like a hill and they build this machine. Anyways on a hill and they build the satellite and it reminded me of club (laughs) i thought of et in the clearing where they make the thing and they do the he has a little blade he makes uh, the satellite do they uh, because et has to communicate with an actual satellite yeah that makes sense (laughs) that makes a lot of sense (laughs) (laughs) but you know kate bush too (laughs) sure i mean it's all ladies uh, we we get Never Surrender by Corey Hart in this episode as well. <laughs> in the first episode. We got sunglasses at night last season. So well, then we got Never Surrender this season. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> oh, dear. And you kind of, you get a moment of the science teacher in the second episode. But there's... They're not in school. It's summer, so you don't really get much of the science teacher. You just get him listening to Weird Al, which was sweet. Yeah. I'm glad they (laughs) referenced Weird Al. I I appreciated it. Uh, Nancy and Jonathan work at a newspaper, and it's like a super boys club. Yeah. 
that is just horror. I hated watching those scenes. I just hated Nancy being yeah, treated exactly. that way. It really sucked. It really sucked. And and we had oh, who was one of the one of the guys was Jake Busey, I think. And it's just like he's the perfect kind of creep jerk character. Like his face is just such a creepy <laughs> jerk. Yeah. And so yeah. So yeah, that was the type that worked there. But then awful. they discover the rat thing. The rat things, and that starts all the ooze and the gross and the bodies and the the mind flare and oh, all the death. So many things. All the death. All the death. I know there is a lot going on here. You've got like the weird oozing rats turning into the mind flare. I guess the fertilizer we're going of, like, missing. Ooze together. Yeah, and then uh, and the Billy, of course, Billy's. Gets captured oh, and yeah. possessed by the mind flare, and he goes mm-hmm. capturing other people, and they get possessed and killed. And do they all ooze? Do all the people ooze down into this mind flare thing? Or I don't know. I think that the they at the end they say that like thirty people got killed in the mall. So I think those are all the people that died as a result of this mind okay. flare. Right. That's really gross. Well, you know when it and goes like, into the sewer and the bones stay? I thought that was the grossest thing ever. Oh. It like melts into a sewer. That. Ew. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty gross. It was very bloody and gooey. Mm-hmm. There's a part there's a part where they're at the movie theater. Like so yeah, a lot of this takes place in the mall. And there's a part where um oh what's their faces? The girl that works at the ice cream place. Robin and Steve. Robin, yeah. And Steve go to the movie theater, and when they're standing outside the movie theater, it says what was playing, and the the stuff was one of the movies that was playing. Oh, I don't know if you're familiar with the stuff. I'm not. I don't know what the stuff is. So, are you prepared to say on the air that you've actually seen people devoured by the stuff? Oh hell yes! And what's worse, I've seen what's left of them when the stuff gets through and comes back up. Coming soon for you, the stuff from New World Pictures. So I saw it for the first time this year because Allison Lang, who was on our Reality Bites episode, mm-hmm. she did a thing for Rumorg TV about uh, melt movies. So like horror movies that are like a lot of like melty bodies and stuff oh. in it. And the stuff is one of those movies. Ew, so I, I saw didn't it for know the that first time this year. <laughs> like subgenre I know. I didn't know that either until movies. I saw that. And the the stuff was one of the ones she talked about, and then they showed it at the Royal. So me and Allison went to see it, and it was amazing. I loved it. Oh wow! <laughs> but, but it's from 1985, so it's from the time that this takes place in, and oh, it's like a melty, God. melty movie. Anyways, I feel like they must have been inspired by the oh, stuff 100%. to like mention it on the thing, and then have all this melt happening. Yeah. So yeah. A thing to watch. I feel like it's on a streaming service. I watched it again after I watched oh. it at the Royal. <laughs> so it's good. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. <laughs> uh huh. It is. Ha ha ha. Um. <laughs> so I finally get now that I watched this season, I get some of the stuff that we talked about in the second season episode, like the fact that Steve 
Yes. You guys were referring to him as like a daddy. I was like, why are you guys referring to him as the daddy? Oh, I get it now. I get I get daddy Steve. He is like their daddy. Yeah. Because he's got all the kids come to see him and he's excited when Dustin comes. Yeah. Back. His boys. <laughs> all his boys. He I feel like there's another thing. Scoops. Scoops Ahoy. Yeah, he works at Scoops. That's great. I mean, the mall is so classic. Scoops of so classic 80s yeah the mall the, the lighting in the mall the neon pink like it was really they really captured the 80s and mm-hmm. remind me of like saved by the bell or something totally the colors and mm-hmm. stuff or like the facts of life store <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so then steve Robin, Dustin, and Erica crack like a code, a Russian code, and then find them kind of like working in the basement or like really underground under the mall. Mm -hmm. And they're basically trying to open up the upside down again. And that's right. That's what's happening. That's how the the mind flare has power. And. Meanwhile, there's a Russian scientist that somehow gets captured by Hopper and Winona. And then they go right. to Murray to translate to get him to speak. And yep. the Russian scientist basically says what they confirms, basically, that the upside down hole is open again. So then Winona just assumes that the kids are involved and was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've got to go protect them. Yeah, I think that was the other thing that was off about this season for me is that I feel like Joyce has been such a like an amazing hero for the kids. And then this time around, it was just kind of her curiosity about the magnets falling off. Yeah, like she was more like trying to solve a puzzle as instead of like, yeah, worrying about her kids. But that's yeah. And she totally like leaves the kids to go off on this adventure with hopper and then she doesn't really know where her kids are either and i'm just like wouldn't you be worried like she got she does get worried after she figures she out does what's she going goes on. to she goes to mike and nancy's mom and she's like where are your kids she's like you know <laughs> i don't know i don't know basically they could <laughs> be here track after time <laughs> yeah you're oh that was the other thing that you guys kind of mentioned that she gets worse as a mom in this season and you're totally right yeah <laughs> she totally doesn't know where her kids are and she's just hanging out at the pool with the other moms checking out billy. after billy yeah. yeah billy at the pool though that was like some another 80s like throwback like the lifeguard i don't know there was something so and his hair yeah. i don't know there's something about billy he reminded me of like Kiefer sutherland in stand by me as like ace kind of like that bad guy you know i don't know just like yeah he kind of hated him but he was also 80s cute. look <laughs> right exactly yeah billy's scary That's... so is ace um Bill, I think when Billy was at the pool, they played Hot Blooded by Foreigner as like his song, or maybe he played it somewhere. I don't know. It was playing around Billy, and I wrote down that it's the perfect Billy song. <laughs> it, was, it was the song of Billy. Yeah, true. He is hot blooded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all the all the older ladies are after him. Yes. Oh dear, Billy. So, yeah, then Billy, they figure out that Billy is, like, 
operating for the mind flare or whatever. And then they trap him in the, the sauna, the mm. kids. But Billy has like super human powers now and uh, <laughs> gets out of the sauna. Right. But yes, the, eventually out. like Eleven gets into his mind and figures out Billy's like deep, dark, you know, secrets and childhood traumas, etc. Right. Which was what I was waiting for with Billy. I was like, what is Billy's deal? So mm-hmm. we, we find out what Billy's deal is Which, here. yes, is necessary because you're like, what the heck? Yeah. Why are you so mean? Yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> Billy's also racist. Oh, He's yeah, yeah. Into... Because of his whole, like, don't hang out with Lucas specifically yeah. thing. Yeah. That that part was never explained, except for I guess just that he's racist. Like yeah. I don't, that's just the thing about him. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's just straight up racist. Yeah, just him. Just him. And Winona drives in this. Yes, she dr- drives Hopper's truck. <laughs> I think she drives the Todd whatever that. that oh yeah, the Todd thing fighter they stole from Todd. <laughs> the Todd whatever. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, lots of driving from Winona, which is nice. We always enjoy that. Classic Winona, behind the wheel. I liked when they all had, like, Russian outfits on, and Winona was wearing this, like, Russian soldier outfit. She looked very Mm -hmm. funny. She looked like Charlie Chaplin, you know, like, (laughs) you know. Amazing. Give her a mustache. Maybe she'll look like. There were some funny parts. Like, you when Uma and Steve, no, I keep calling her Uma, Robin and Steve, like, uh, they get drugged by the Russians, and they're, like totally just like on truth serum and yeah. out, out to lunch and then Dustin and Erica have to re- take them out of the rescue them and then leave them in the theater to watch back to the future but that doesn't yeah. last they're like wait a minute was that movie was it like Alex B. Keaton in love with his mom or something <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> yeah they're fighting about what it's his about mom's trying to sleep with them <laughs> yeah that was pretty good it was good. It's pretty classic that they watch Back to the Future, and then at the end, um, Steve is like dressed like uh, Marty McFly, kind of. At the end, when they go to get the jobs at the video store, oh, he's got like the right, vest and true. everything on. <laughs> so so influential was was Marty. Yes, and of course Steve would be like pick up on fashion tips, you know. <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> he couldn't name a movie, but he could like you know tell you how to dress, dress like it. Yeah, yeah. There was so many '80s, like just I'm sure I missed a bunch of like references throughout oh, yeah. this, but like when when it's like all I think it's the climax. I think it's like the last episode when they all kind of split up and the Scoops troop goes. Is it the Scoops troop that goes up to the, the hill satellite? Yeah. yeah. And then they're calling the group that stayed behind the Griswold family. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was like, I said to Matt, why are they calling them the Griswold family? And he's like, cause they drive a station wagon. And yep. I was like, Oh, <laughs> that <Yep>. makes sense. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Griswold. And then the whole, he does like Dustin does contact his Susie girlfriend. And the never finally ending finds story. Her. Then they sing the never ending song. Story. Yeah, we have to put that song. In. Uh, but, oh my yeah. god! Yeah, the never ending story. And then everybody I like mean, it's like the everyone's like waiting for this code. It's like the way to save the world. And they meanwhile they have to sing the whole never ending story theme song. 
<laughs> I mean, Murray's face is classic when Murray. he's listening to them do it because Murray's already going like, I hate these Kill kids. Children, and then yeah. he has to listen to this whole song. <laughs> oh, he's great. so mad. Because, yeah, the code is Planck's constant, whatever that is, a mathematical equation to open yeah. the safe that will open a key to unlock the thing that closes the door. It's a whole thing. And she, of course, would know it because they don't have the internet in 1985 no, to look it up. There's one point where Dustin's walkie-talkie <laughs> yeah. breaks and she asks Erica if she has any batteries. And yeah. he's, she's like, how many? He's like, eight. <laughs> he like, no, I don't have eight batteries. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's like, why would I have batteries? And he's like, I carry batteries with me. And then she's like, then why don't you have them? Yeah. And he's like, because I need eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> I, I mean, that last episode, I think, really made, like, made up for the fact that I wasn't enjoying this season yeah, as much. Yeah, I think the last, epi- last episode, episode saved it. It was really hard. It was hard to watch because a lot of bad stuff was happening. It was really gory and, like, yeah, it was getting dark. Um, mm-hmm. And, then of course, they had, like, this mall, you know, fashion thing with Max and Eleven. Oh, yeah. You know. Max and Eleven gap. becoming friends was good because otherwise it initially was in danger of being very much like we've partnered them off. Max is with Lucas and yes. Mike is with 11 and, and will. Yeah. Yeah. The coupling thing was getting a little. <laughs> yeah. Although will was. was feeling pretty left out. Cause he still wanted to play Dungeons and Dragons. Poor guy. Yeah. I do. I did feel bad for will. That's why I said I could relate to will the most. I'm like, uh, I'd be that person. Yeah. Guys, but what about Dungeons like, and Dragons? Though? Let's just still be friends and hang out. Yeah. Wearing the awkwardly totally. short shorts. Like, yeah. <laughs> You'd be that person wearing awkwardly short Maybe. shorts. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? I mean, the 80s were at the time. I enjoyed when Steve, I guess he won a fight because Dustin was like, dude, you did it. You won a fight. <laughs> In episode five? Oh, yes, yes. I don't remember who, what the fight was, but obviously Steve won a fight. Mm-hmm. And it was like pointed out that he had never won a fight yet. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that was a good moment. Yes. Um, Dustin, I think, had the best moments this season. Yeah, he was given a good... I mean, they did well with his character this season. Yeah. Um, I thought Lucas was kind of annoying this season. He's kind of bratty to Max. Yeah, he wasn't good to Max, though he did solve the, like, he did help with the whole fireworks thing, even though it did seem like he was just going off track and being like, fireworks are awesome. Yeah, he was supposed to get a bull, but sure, fireworks helped. (laughs) But he ultimately helped, yes. Yeah, he, him and Mike were both kind of annoying this season in their, like, one-track-mindedness. yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? The song We Can Be Heroes played at the end. Yeah, the Peter Gabriel version again. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think last season it played, because I feel like we mentioned oh, it yes, another yes. time. And Chris looked it up. But Here's the weird thing. So we lose Billy. Billy dies this season. Mm-hmm. And he's, I guess, like, I thought Alexi, the the 
um, German, not German, Russian guy that they kidnap. I thought he was our sad death this season because I was starting to like Alexi. He was having a fun yeah, time he was with Murray. But and he was he, also, like, Russian, so he was going to die. Right. I guess that's true. But then <laughs> Billy dies, and you're kind of feeling bad, because even though Billy was a douche, he was being heroic at the end. Yeah, and then he had, you know, and he felt bad because of his childhood trauma and all of that. And Exactly. But, but it's weird, because it means that all of the people who have died, names start with B. We lost Barb, we lost Bob, and then we lost Billy oh this season. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, so who do we have left that starts with a B? <laughs> Who's going to die next season? Well, if there's a new character next season, chances are. And their name will start with a B and we'll be like, you're toast. The mayor, the mayor of the town, Hawkins, was played by Carrie, what's his name? Elwes? Elwes. Yeah. I never say his name, oh. last name properly. I always say Elwes, which is maybe also not right, but yeah. Yeah. Yup. Which him. is another ABC throwback. And totally. Winona Ryder slugs him, which was really good. Yes, which was enjoyable. She punches him, she whams <laughs> him, and then she knees him in the, the groin. That's true. I feel like it was a great Winona moment. Yeah. I also felt like, and I didn't rewind it to test my feeling, but I thought when she kneed him in the crotch that it seemed to be obviously not her. Like as oh, if really? it was a stunt double, but I don't know. Like I didn't rewind it to double check. So maybe I just was seeing things, hmm. but I, but I also thought like, it's not like they were really fighting. Like, why would you need a stump double double to like me him in the crotch? But anyways, I don't know. Um, just, just seemed that way. Uh, yeah. That, I, that I, I saw some episode. Our Meeps found some interview yesterday with uh, Hopper and Winona. So mm-hmm. they did do some press together, those two. Okay, and it's just I like it's like fifteen minutes of like them reading the Google results. Have you seen this? Maybe a while ago. And what like, did they? What, what Winona did they do? doesn't even know what Google is. She's like, "Is this what Google looks like?" Like she's. In, she's oh my god! <laughs> she's just like. And they're sending facts about, uh, you know, like their childhood and stuff. But I like I knew all the trivia and, and like, you know, it's good. Right. There was one thing. I but, think it was. No, I can't remember. But anyway, it's a good one if you can find it. I think it was on YouTube. Did you learn something about David Harbour then? Since I imagine you know less about him than you do about Winona. <laughs> he only started acting like when he was 37 or something. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, he acted, they, they both acted in childhood plays. Uh, what was the play? Uh, crap. I think it was the Wizard of Oz. Winona played Annie okay. M. Uh. She wanted to play Dorothy, but she didn't get it. Something like that. I can't remember now. My memory's gone. Interesting. That's okay. I was Beans. thinking with this season, or yeah, like we've talked about how Winona and like women in Hollywood are like they grow up being the woman who's like dating the man that's like 30 years older than them in movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then when they get older, they're like the mom all the time. And yeah. like, yes, Winona's the mom again, but like, she's kind of in this at like season getting together with Hopper who is younger than her. And like maybe in this 
show he's not. I think they're supposed to have gone to high school together. So uh, okay. I think they're supposed to be the same age, but in reality, the actor is like at least five years younger than her, I Hello. think. So good, good Hollywood moment there. <laughs> that, <Yeah>. You know, <laughs> equalizing things a little bit. <laughs> Um, though, who knows what's going to happen? Do you think Hopper's dead? No, because they have that. Did you see yeah. the, do you, do you saw the scene at the end there where they go to where they're they in Russia? Not the they, American. Yeah, yeah. Not the Americans. The Americans there. He's there. Yeah. He's just in Russia. So I was reading interviews and obviously they're not going to spoil it, but the David Harbor who plays Hopper, he's like, uh, well, that could be somebody else, like, could be another American, because I, I don't know, they mentioned somebody else who was unclear, I don't remember who it was now, so I'm like, there's no way, it's you, but he's like, well, I don't know, nobody's called me, like, as if nobody's called him to be in the next season, and I'm like, no, you're gonna be in the next season, you're just faking us out. Yeah, oh, he's definitely gonna be in the next season, but I also heard the next season is the last season. Yeah, I've seen that, that too, though something else I was reading said that Netflix wants it to go for a fifth season, so it just kind of depends on if they have, I guess, enough. I don't know. If they feel like they've told the story, who wins, whether it's Netflix or the brothers? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like the brothers maybe are happy with it just being four, but um, who knows? Who knows what'll happen? There's a possibility of a fifth season, I guess. I guess, but what are the how, how far can they take this? Plus, I know because I feel like the this children was are so a stretch old now. This season. Yeah, the children are so old now. They've moved Will and uh, like Jonathan Eleven and Nancy. They gotta go. They gotta go to university away. now. You know. True. There's and also how many like. How many years in a row can something bad happen in this town? Like yeah. every year, some new supernatural thing happens. I I, I know that yeah. they they opened that storyline with the other girl in Philadelphia, uh, or whatever. Eleven's like sister in season two. Oh yeah, yes. But nothing happened with her this season. No, nothing. Will something happen in the future? Who's to say? They should. They should. Do something with that. They were kind of like got fell. That kind of went nowhere. It absolutely went nowhere. It was very much a standalone episode that went nowhere. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like like coming into this season three fresh. I feel like I'd heard people who had watched season three say like, "Yes, I liked season three as if." They didn't like season two. Like season one was great. Season two wasn't so great. Season three brought it back. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not how I feel. People's takes on it are weird, but like, I don't know. I thought it was like the series is consistent to me. Yeah. You know, I'd say that's true. There's no like, but I I really liked season two. Yeah. I like the chick, the, the scoops ahoy aspect of season three. I think that helped it keep it like less, uh, serious. It was definitely zany. It was a zany season. It was pretty zany. (laughs) The mall really did that. Yes. Uh, I wrote down a few quotes that I enjoyed. Erica says, you can't spell America without Erica. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
true. She is true. such a capitalist. She's like <laughs> <laughs> ranting about why capitalism is great at some oh, point. God. I mean, I guess whatever. She's representing the 80s quite well, yeah. I suppose. <laughs> um, and then there's a part, I don't think I wrote down what Dustin said, but there's a part where Dustin and Steve are trying to like stake out the Russians in the mall and they think they found one, but it's just an exercise teacher that they follow. And when they get close to the exercise teacher, they like try to play it cool and Dustin like picks up a payphone and it's like hello <laughs> like he is, <laughs> the way he's pretending to be on the phone is like so hilarious yeah he's really funny <laughs> oh my god it was amazing <laughs> when they're in the rushing russian lab and then they see all these russians chasing them and dustin is just like oh shit 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 the whole time yeah it's like uh, genuine panic. <sighs> Dustin's great. Dustin, the Dustin Steve, I think, is the key to mm-hmm. this season. Dynamic duo. I thought Winona yeah. was really funny in the last couple of episodes. Like with her yeah, and Hopper, she they, like, she, they were being kind of funny and cheeky. It's pretty good. Yeah, definitely. Like there, I think it came and went. Like there was moments where I wrote down that. Uh, you remember when we talked about um, Destination Wedding and I said she was going through all those facial expressions that she made, like, in that acceptance speech thing? Yeah. She was doing that again here with Hopper a bit, she like, was. making all those weird facial expressions. <laughs> so I was like, is this the new, like, is this her new style of acting? I'm not sure what's going all on. All the expressions, but, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it it did improve maybe towards the last few episodes. <laughs> She was pretty funny. Like when she came, when uh, Hopper was trying to take the car off that Todd person, and then Winona comes out and he's like, "Hey, whatever." He called her like detective or I forget. Mm-hmm. And then she like quickly switches to like kind of pretend like she's a cop, and she like puts her hands on her hips and is trying <laughs> to act cool. That was great. That was pretty great. It's pretty good. Yeah. So it was a, yeah, it was a mixed bag of a season, I would say, but mostly good. Yeah. 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 The teenager, the teenager gushiness stopped for a while. So that was good. Yeah. Yeah. They stopped dating Mike and Eleven because stupid teenager reasons and like. Absolutely. (laughs) That's the best description of why. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But it was good. Yeah. It was good. It was good. Satisfied. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, we definitely need at least another season. I guess it's confirmed, so it's going to happen. But, like, Eleven lost her powers in this season. So that's the other mm-hmm. thing. Oh, yeah. And Uma's character. Uh, sorry, Robin. I keep going. Uma's daughter. <laughs> she yeah. uh, she comes out as yes. gay or whatever to Steve. Because Steve yeah. is like, I like you. And she's like, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, she her way was like I'm not like your other friends, and he and like, I'm not like Nancy and stuff. But then, yeah, yeah. she said, and they sing the song, and it's girl. very cute. It was a very cute scene. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about, though I can't remember what song it was. Was it Total Eclipse of the Heart? Yes, I yes. think you're right. A lot of a lot of '80s songs being sung <laughs> within <laughs> the show. Yeah, it was good. Um, the actor Dustin, he's like a real 
singer guy. Like he does. Yeah. I think I've I think seen him on something singing. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. Hence, I suppose, why they did that never ending story mm-hmm. thing at the end. Turn the one. The one <laughs> failing of that part, like, I, I mean, it was great. And I'm like, I'm being so picky, but like, it sounded auto tuned when they were playing, like, the, when it got really big and the two of them were singing. Did and it? I just, again, it just had like the sound. Like, I'm story. sure they're great singers and they didn't need. But, like, I don't know, it just it sounded too modern with the auto-tune kind of sound to it. But I was like, oh, oh. you're losing the 80s on me here. But I didn't whatever. notice. But... It's fine. And that's great. I'm glad you didn't notice. <laughs> I'm just being picky. <laughs> it's like, anyways, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, we are really winding down now. This is, like, yep. literally the last thing Winona's done. And it's, it's out currently. our 50th episode. Hello. I know. 50. And we're like coming upon our anniversary. I guess February would be our two year anniversary. Holy moly. Yeah. Of doing this. But I don't think we'll make it to February because we're going to do that. What? The the mini series thing that I can't remember what it was called. Yeah. Is it even a series? It's just a, a one off. A one just TV a, movie. TV movie. There you go. Yes, about, about the wife who uh, founded Alcoholics Anonymous. Right. Or something like this. So we will watch that, and that will be our next episode, and then maybe we'll just go away until Winona does something new. Maybe. Sounds Is that like, what we're going to do? I think that's what <laughs> we're going like to do. Sounds like what we're going to do? I yeah. think that's what we're going to do. All right. Well, so we'll get to 51, and then we'll just go away <laughs> then what, that's it yeah and hope that winona does more <laughs> well, I, she she, you know we know that she has that at least season four of this and that that hbo series coming up mini series so there'll be reason for us to come back yeah we'll be back don't you worry we'll be back oh yeah as you say that that reminds me there was a terminator character in this season <laughs> What? Do you remember? No. The guy, there was that guy, that Russian guy that was like, acted like the Terminator. Oh, yes, he was like the Terminator. <laughs> That's true. He was like, he was dressed like Arnold. Yeah. That's he had true. Arnold's kind of face. There was like a moment where I almost <laughs> thought he was Arnold. It was crazy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Russian Terminator. Okay. Oh, those <laughs> Russians. Just trying to throw that in there. Yeah, the Russians. Lots of Russian in this. I'd like to know how well everybody did at their Russian, because possibly some of the people in this were actually Russian, but, like, for instance, Brett Gelman just had to learn Russian mm-hmm. for, the, for the show. So oh. it sounded good to me, but I'm not Russian. Yeah, I have no idea. So I'd love to know. <laughs> anyway. If any Russians are listening. and <laughs> Yeah, let us know how he did. I was impressed, so I want to know, but I want to know. Oh, dear. Cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sweet. It was fun. Yep. We'll, uh, we'll see you in two weeks for the Alcoholics Anonymous movie. We'll, we'll know what it's called by then. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. Winona Forever is part of the Cage Club Podcast Network. Episodes produced by Chris Landry. Music by No Refunds. Hosted by Lindsay Gibb and Rekatul Saran. 
Contact Rekka and Lindsay at Winona at cageclub.me.